Yay, team. Okay, what do you get? What do you cross? A porcupine and a turtle. Um, The world's most threatening shell. Nope, a slowpoke. A slowpoke. I like that. There you go. A slowpoke. Okay, one more bee fact here. Okay, ready? Let's do it. Okay, why do honeybees... Wait a minute, I can't... <laughs> All right. There you go. Got to get the light there. Why do honeybees gather together in a big ball called a cluster? To teach young bees to fly, to stay warm, to attack, to make a lot of honey quickly. I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Sure. Why do honeybees gather together in a big ball oh, called yeah, yeah. a cluster? To teach young bees to fly, to stay warm, to attack, to make a lot of money. Honey, not money. <laughs> and honey, well, my honey turns into money. <laughs> I, yeah, that, I was missing that, the cluster. That's... <sighs> They they do that to like communicate, right? No, no. They it's not like to teach the bees or something. No, no. Stay what warm. To stay warm. To stay warm. Really? Yep. yep. They oh, that's the almost like too simple. Yeah. They, yep. <laughs> of course. Excuse <laughs> me. The way life is, you always we overthink sometimes. Yeah. To, yeah. to stay warm. So anyway, okay. Let's go back yeah. to where we were. Here we have Mary. Okay, Mary, you still there? Yes, I am. Thanks, okay. Katie. You betcha. Now, um, uh, when you take the dog for a walk, the beagle, okay, uh, how is he a big beagle? What, 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 how big is he? He's, yeah, he's a big, strong boy. He's 35 pounds, and he's nine months old. Oh, my. Now, is he overweight? Nope, not at all. Whoa, he's that's a... Mean, that's Light a machine. big beagle. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. So that's why what you're going to need is, you know, uh, you know, the proper training collar, you know, whether you try the star mark collar or, you know, the pinch. Okay. But remember okay. that you fit them slow, uh, you fit them loose. Don't have them snug. Okay. All right. And then you don't pull, you pop, snap. It's not the muscle behind it. What it is is the yep. quickness of it. All right. Okay. And you just got to be more persistent and consistent than he is. If you try, you know, his shoulder should be even with your left leg. And you'd give it a word heal or walk. Okay. And so now yep. if you start trying to go ahead, you bring your hand back, keep your hands relaxed at your side, and bring your hand back and give it a pop towards his tail and go, ah, 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 uh, heal. And if he's walking nice, then what? make sure you reward good behavior. Don't say good boy because that gets small nutsy in the headsy. You just go, oh, yeah, look at you. Why? Look at yeah. you. We're walking. We're doing this. You don't have to be a chatter chatterbox, but you got to check into his head once in a while. And then at any right. time, now, beagles, obviously, they want to smell. The world is through their nose. When you're walking, he cannot, his nose cannot go to the ground. His, his, head, <laughs> his head is with you. Okay, now, at any time during the walk, you could stop and say, Sniffies, or check it out. Now he can go all right. sniff all he wants. But then when you call him back in and we're walking as a team, his head up, his tail up, and he's, he's, you are walking as a team. He's in tune to you. Okay. okay, and so and so, so that's gonna break it up with a little bit of that, so he gets that. Oh yeah, definitely. Yep. Oh yeah, yep, yep, yeah. You can stop uh, fifteen times in two blocks to let him do the sniffies, but just anytime you are in motion, he is to walk with you with his head up. Okay, and so then Got you know after the, after the dog, you know, has really knows his manners. Where you don't even need a training collar; he's right there with you. You don't have to keep reminding him. It could be a year down, two years down the line, whatever. Okay, then you could start getting a little lax. You can move and let him say, give it a word, sniffies as you're walking, because then you know at any yep. time you can call him back and you're walking as a team. But first you got to build the team, and then you can lax a little bit because you know at any time you can get him back. Okay. Right, right. So that you okay. have to, okay. 
His other bad habit is counter surfing. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, the world is through the nose. Anything that smells like food. <laughs> uh, yeah. So same it. thing. Keep him on a long leash and kind of tug it down. And Well, no, no. If he's counter surfing, what you got to do is teach him what things are his and what's not. Uh, take a half a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> Put it on yep. a plate. Put it on the training collar, or the, or uh, just even a, just if you don't have a training collar, just put it on the on the regular collar. Put a leash on it. Put it down, and then if he goes for it, you say leave it. Ah, leave it. Give the collar a bump back towards his butt. Ah, leave it. Yep. Okay, and then pick the plate up. Put it back down. You should be able to place anything in front of your dog and say leave it. You know whether it's a T-bone steak, and he will just lay down and look at it like that's not mine. That's not mine. But you, you have to work on it is what you have to do. Okay? You have yeah. to teach them that this is not yours. And so I leave it. Like most people react to the dog's reaction. You saw the head turn. He's thinking about going to checking it out. And most people wait to see if they do. Well, now it's too late and he's got it and he's gone. So the minute he does right. a head turn right. like there, go, ah, leave it. Okay? Oh, very nice. That was very nice. Look at you. What a smart dog. But like I say, the okay. world is through a dog's nose and their ears. And so, you know, but if you keep practicing, no matter what you put down, you can start with just a, a piece of his kibble food. Okay? And so if yep. he, and just say, leave it. You know, ah, 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 ah. And if he tries to go forward, step towards him and kind of push him back. Ah, wrong. Leave it. Okay, if he wants, don't okay. tell him to sit, don't tell him to down. He should get relaxed where he either sits and or lays down to look at that kibble. Like, apparently I'm not supposed to touch that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so basically you're teaching him, you're giving him rules and what is acceptable and what is not. Okay? okay. Now, with that said, dogs are opportunists. Okay, if you right. uh, put the pizza on the coffee table and, oh, I, need, I forgot my beer. All right, all of a sudden oh, yeah. you're out of the water, out of the room. I can't say for sure that piece is going to be there in one piece when oh, you get no, back. No, no. <laughs> okay. But you can start making it noted that him not to be so quick and to do some thinking and pretty soon leaving it more and more alone. Okay. Well, I understand that command. Leave it. Yep. You know? Yep. Yeah, leave it. Sure. And so like you step towards him and say, ah, leave it. Okay. Don't say no. Right. You're teaching the word. Leave it. That is no concern of yours. All right, same with like when you're on a walk, the nose goes to the ground, ah, leave it. And this is when he does do it, you say, thank you. There you go, we're doing this. Very nice. Be calm okay. and steady. So the dog will be calm and steady and focus and connect the dots of learning what you're trying to teach him. Okay? Right. Perfect. Okay. Thank okay. you very much. Okay, now make sure he never gets what you say, leave it to. Okay? You, oh. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, so don't. Then don't five seconds later give it to him. Correct. Leave it means it's totally uh, off limits. You do not get this. Okay. So you pay, if you're using a piece of his uh, kibble, you know, his kibble, yep. okay, then when he's you're done with the exercise, you pick the kibble up, you know, put it maybe, you know, in your pocket or whatever, and then move on. And then if you want to yep. give it to him, then ask him for a sit, ask him to do something for it, and then give it to him. But he doesn't ah. get it from if he waits long enough. Because then the dogs get a clock in their head. Well, if I wait long enough, that's mine. <laughs> you know, and it's like, no, this is not yours. Period. End of story. I got you. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Yep. We'll start that today for sure. Okay. Yeah. Greatly appreciate awesome. it. Well, good luck. Keep Thank me posted. You, you bet. Bye-bye. Uh, that's what people don't do is they tell the dog to leave it. Do you do that? Uh, yeah. They leave have... it and then say, okay, now you can take it. Uh, well, no, because if I do leave it, I, that's like a command I use, like almost for the safety of my dog. Mm -hmm. Like I use leave it with like 
stuff they shouldn't eat. Like if I if like they go for something that's dropped or they're about to chase after something, I, I use that command. Otherwise, I feel like when it comes to food, I, I, I'm so obsessive about food with dogs. I try to establish such a your space, your food mentality, and my space, my food mentality. Okay, yep. I don't like dogs in kitchens right. with me. Yep. So I've never had a dog that tried to counter surf or tried to go for my food too much. Right. Well, because you set rowdies, you set rules. It's just always my food, and that's always your your space yep. when yep. I have my food. That's good. That's good. Because that's what people need to do. Is you need to set the rules and follow through. But like I say, what I, you know, if you put it down and then, okay, he didn't leave it, then now you're going to give him the cue, like, okay, now it's yours. The dogs learn really fast. I wait long enough, I get it. It's like you want him to just totally disengage. I do like... Totally I, I, disengage. I like if I put down food, I, I don't like it when dogs just go go for their bowl when right. I put down food. Yep. So I make them sit. I say, and if they try to go for I'm like, ah, 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 no, sit. Yep. Yep. And well, then that's I what, let them go. But see, you're making them think. Making them whole thought. Look to you for direction. Well, it's again, food boundaries. This food is mine until I tell you it's yours. Yep. Nope. That's good. Well, technically it was your food. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you bought it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, okay. What? Uh, yeah, we better go here. Okay. The kind of bee you are most likely to see flying around is a queen, a drone, a worker, or a larvae. I will keep it to myself. No. <laughs> the kind of bee you are most likely to see flying around is a blank bee. Queen bee, a drone, a worker, or a larvae? Drone. Nope. I thought the same thing. Really? Nope. It's a worker. It's a worker. The oh, worker bees are the ones you're, you're seeing all around. So that means the drones are the ones who are in the hive doing the thing. Could be. Could be. I know a couple beekeepers. I applaud them greatly. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, there is one I didn't realize somebody was like you were saying you don't know if there's some beekeepers around you mm-hmm. that you know when they when it gets especially when it gets um, dry out uh, they're looking for water. People don't think that you know bees will go use uh, bird baths you know to I have uh, a to get bath. yeah to get uh, water when they can't find it like off the you know leaves of the plants to do and stuff like that. Well, anyway, it just so happened this one place I was over. I'm like. There's an awful lot of bees here. And they're like, like in my, trying to get into everything. And you know, of course, mine, there again, I'm talking bees, and all of a sudden they get the, <laughs> the little itch. But anyway, and she's, oh yeah, a neighbor cup a couple hours down has a couple hives. And it was like a freeway, you know? It was like, yeah, I need to move. Well, because they don't travel far. No. The honeybees in particular. That's yeah. why I think I, there has to be someone in my neighborhood because yeah. they only go about two miles or so. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm when you're, when it's amazing, such a little critter. And we depend on it so much. People, remember, we're going to do things naturally for our lawns, not only for the bee, for our pets, our kids, our grandkids, nieces, nephews, and humans. And those, the the ones that have all the, the corporates that come in and spray everything and they tell you, oh, it's fine in 24 hours. I beg to differ with that. <laughs> it's not wet. It's dry, but it can be still absorbed through your skin. I'd, I dare anybody that when they say 24 hours, you know, stay off, to take that piece or whatever and take it to some place where you can test it to see what is still on the grass also think about what can happen in 24 hours yeah so well yeah yeah i, I don't know that's just going to get i see i'm just oh i'm so anti-chemicals i like to just spit but anyway <laughs> okay who's up next <laughs> well so you had rj called in uh oh. to thank you for your feedback on his lovely cat rascal whoa rj hey rj Hi, how are you doing, Katie? Well, good. Well, that's it. Now I get to have voice. I got to see your kind yeah. words and see your beautiful cat. And now I got a voice with a name. Yeah, thank you so much for mentioning me and Rascal today on your show. <laughs> I, know. I was wondering if you left it, listened to it in real time or you're still looking into the podcast. So. <laughs> oh, 
was listening. I got I got an alarm on my on my phone for oh, twelve o'clock. Well, geez, aren't you sweet? I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So now Rascal's going to start getting used to my voice, right? Like, is where is that lady in our house again? <laughs> uh, he, he's down there on the floor sleeping. Ah, good. At least I don't irritate him. That's good. That's good. <laughs> no, 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 no. I appreciate you so much for what you do to help people care for their pets. Through homeopathic remedies and common sense. Oh, thank you. I told you. you in one of my emails that if there was anything I could ever do for you, all you had to do is ask. I appreciate that. But you know what? You already did yeah. with your kind words. That makes me makes my yeah. heart smile because, like I say, sometimes you wonder when you talk on the radio, number one, is anybody listening? And number two, uh, is it, does anybody, does it land anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you, so your I kindness, I appreciate it. A lot of people listening to you. Well, I appreciate it. I'm listening to all your podcasts, and <laughs> I'm back in, oh, I don't know what now. Uh, I think like uh, Jan- or no, July of 21. Oh, I'm back that far, and what? I'm going to listen to all of them. Oh, I'm impressed. I, you know, I gained so much knowledge from, from you. Well, thank you. You're just a you're just a wealth of knowledge, <laughs> and you help so many people. Well, thank I you. I love you and respect you. Well, you know? thank you, and that's that's hard to come by, you know. So I greatly appreciate. Like I said, your kind words and that that's all that's you've done enough. You've you've, you've made my heart smile. I appreciate it. Great, thank you. You take good thank care so of much, RJ. Please. I mean, you take good care of RJ. <laughs> Rascal. Rascal. There you go. That's R. There you go. Got RJ and RL. Okay. You take care. Have a great day. Thanks Thanks for the calling. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah. Like I said, his his emails are just so kind. And I said, well, can I see a picture of, you know, this rascal? And like I said, really cool cat. So, like I said, he was just so kind. And, you know, people are, we talked earlier, like with reviews, people are so quick to tell you what you did wrong and to to like, oh, don't go here. Don't go there. Well, and you're right about radio. You're talking in a vacuum. Yeah. (laughs) It's weird. We're not even in the same room. People don't even know that. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. But anyway, so yeah. So when people take the time, you know, and the biggest compliment I get is when people come up and see me or they hear me I should say are you Katie Canine yes I am and anytime you hear me I see I'm like, folks say hi you know how they, people think well I don't want to bother I don't want to bother. I didn't, you are not bothering me. And because, like I said, it makes me feel good that people, you know, a lot of times, sometimes you just think I'm just talking to you or just yeah. here. You don't realize it landing anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and so I love when people acknowledge that they recognize me or whatever type thing. And so, Every yeah. time you know you're not shouting into a void. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, so I, I love that. And like I said, the bigger compliment I get is when people say, you know, I've listened to you for years and or since you began and I don't even own a dog or I don't even own a cat. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, wow, either you can't believe my mouth doesn't stop (laughs) and you're waiting for it to. But that's a huge compliment that for some reason I can either be entertaining. But I like that I said, they do pass on what they learn Mm -hmm. to people that they know and hear about that. But they they, people like either grandkids or you know what I mean, even though they themselves. So Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool. Yeah. So anytime, guys, you're out, I'm out and about and you hear me because that's usually how once I talk, most people recognize it. Uh, Yeah. Don't please say hi. Okay. Okay, where are we at? Well, so next up we have uh, Michelle, whose Schauser she actually took in for training with you, but now it's been peeing around the house. Oh, whiz kid. <laughs> Hi, Michelle. Hello, how are you, Katie? Well, good. How about you? Good. Okay. I just have a, I just have a question. I'm not for sure. 
I know when I, I told you we got our schnauzer, she was over six months old. Um, and I, the, the issue might be is that they pad trained her. Okay. Um, along with the litter, they kept them, you know, kennel because she had uh, three sets of schnauzers. Oh, my. But we don't pad train. We send her outside. And, of course, the weather can yeah. really make sure she goes outside. Yeah. So, but periodically, no rhyme or reason, she just will have an accident in the house. And I'm just trying to figure out how to alleviate that. I mean, we do take her out after she eats. She only eats twice a day, but it's like, I don't know what more to do. Well, the main time a dog has to go potty is first thing when they wake up in the morning, right after they get right. done playing, you know, they've been playing with them, right after a okay. nap, as soon as they wake up from a nap, and then, uh-huh. um, yeah, like 10, 15 minutes after they get done eating or drinking, that's the main time. But usually with smaller dogs, the weather is huge in it. If it's really windy that day, if it's rainy, if it's snowy, you know what I mean? They go out, they splash, but they don't empty. And then they come back in, they get relaxed, and then what they didn't do outside, they did inside. So on on, okay. on weird weather days, when she has an accident, note the weather. Write it down on the calendar or something, okay? Note okay. the weather. And so then what you got to be reminded to do is that, like, on a windy, rainy, snowy day or cold day, when we're hopefully we're getting down to not many left, um, you know, uh, that uh, that when she comes in, okay, wait, don't give her freedom in the house. Okay, wait about five, ten minutes, take her back out, try it again and see if she's got anything else. Keep her on a leash with you or put her in her kennel and then take it out. You might have to do what we call double dipping. They go out, they come in for a little bit, you know, at least, you know, no longer than three, four minutes. And then take them back out and see if they've got anything left in there. Don't give them freedom of the house if you don't feel they emptied due to the weather. Okay. Okay. That's the main thing. Now, when you let her out to go potty, do, are you telling her what you want? Go potty, go potty? Yep. Good. But I don't normally put her on a leash. I let her out in an enclosed, smaller deck area. She has a spot. Okay, that's fine. Separate. Yeah, but you're, yeah. Okay. but you're telling her. You're just not opening the door, saying go nope. potty, and then shutting the door and going back in the house. You're watching to make sure she gets it done, correct? Um, No, not what telling her what to do, but not standing behind her so just oh you don't have to stand there with her you don't have to stand behind her like you said you you, you have a spot on the deck right but just stand right. by the window and just kind of watch you know what i mean just, just make sure she did it and didn't get interested in something else and also see okay. when you watch you see if they truly relieve themselves or if they splash now let me back in <laughs> you okay. know so wa- be more mindful especially on those windy rainy inclement days so that you know that for sure what she has done how long she did so that you know if she's emptied or she's splashed okay okay so that should be because, yeah, because it's usually on the weird days, and that's with small dogs. What I constitute a small dog is 25 pounds or less. And the smaller the dog, it's even worse when the weather is, you know, like under 10 pounds. It's even worse when the weather is goofy. So, but yeah, so, the, the, but, but that's good that she made the transition from pee pads and litter boxes to outside. So, you know, I mean, that's huge right there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Thanks for your help. Okay, kiddo. Have a great day. Take care. Oh, oh look at that. that. I can't believe that call actually ended. Yeah, it was great timing. And then yeah, I didn't have to put it. Okay, let's see. What are we doing? Okay. When a queen bee dies, worker bees make other queens by fa- 
fattening up larvae with large amount of special substance called homemade honey, fresh pollen, royal jelly, or nectar. We'll be back. The team you picked to win the bracket is losing their first round game. Oh, come on. Your tax guy looks at your forms and goes, Oh, boy. Mm-mm. Your teen daughter says she's going on spring break to Rio. There are lots of reasons to sweat in March. The only good one is a new membership at the Y. Join and use the Y by March 31st to earn a free month. Sweat smarter at YMCANorth.org. All righty then. You know I was supposed to do the weather there. Oh, were you? <laughs> okay, so how's the weather? I'll do it later. Well, <laughs> well it's, it's sunny. Yeah, sunny it's out beautiful there. out. There we go. That's, that works good. Hey, no problem. Thank you for giving me extra time to talk. <laughs> I always like that. I always like that. Okay, what am I doing here? Uh, oh, there we are. Okay. Uh, when a queen bee dies, worker bees make another queen bee by flattening up larvae with large amount of a special substance called homemade honey. Fresh pollen, royal jelly, nectar. It's royal jelly, right? Yep. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I think I'd heard that. I wonder where they get royal jelly from. I don't know. The whole hive is basically honey. So what do they have different... Glove compartments, like okay, this is for a new, new bee, and this one's for this, and that. That's probably weird. some like special protein. The the actual construction and function of bees hives is confounds me. Wow, that's craziness, huh? But boy, something to be respected. Yeah, truly respect them and you yeah. know, plant natural. Yeah, but you know what's really cool? You know, um. They look like a bad. Uh, they look like a badminton racket, and they're uh, electrified. They zing be, uh, flies mm-hmm. and and mosquitoes. Get a long legged wasp in one of them, boy! You can really fry them suckers. Oh god, it just explodes. Yeah. <laughs> I have a salt gun. There you go. See, I'm sorry, but the wasps have got to go. They are not nice. No, they're harmful to bees. So um, anyway, okay, who's up? Well, so next up we have Chris here, whose dog has been uh, displaying some signs of food aggression. Food aggression. Okay. Who's that? Chris? Hi, Chris. Hello. How are you doing? Good, good. Okay. What's going on? Well, first of all, what kind of dog? I have uh, two questions, but one, um, this is for my son's daughter, with a black lab, has been socialized throughout its entire life, and just within the last year, it is starting to uh, show a lot of aggression towards other dogs when there's food around, especially, and will actually, like, you know, growl, bite at them, and that type of thing. And my son's getting to the point where he's he's getting pretty nervous about bringing her around other dogs. Okay, but the only time she's being a butthead is if there's food involved, right? Correct. Okay, don't put the food in the mix. <laughs> you know, that's just, you know, and she, if he's over at somebody's house and it's time to feed dogs, then his dog either goes in a kennel or in a, clo- a door, you know, a room with a door feed him right so then you know it's out of sight out of mind he doesn't have to protect his dish the only thing if if he's been really good uh, how old is the dog uh kona i think is about three four years or is she four or five four years old old enough okay so but she had not exhibited this before no not at all and the only thing that we can think of is 
uh, he, she was always kind of around other animals, and then he went and lived up north for a while, and then she wasn't quite around as many animals for kind of it was the the queen bee. And uh, now when she gets around my, our dog uh, that you helped train, oh. um, then she, you know, there's lots of aggression going on. And I do split him up when I feed him, but he just, he gets really nervous about it. And I just thought if there was a way to train her not, to worry about the food so much. Right, but well, you got to look at it from the dog. That's a natural instinct for a dog. When they eat in the, you know, the wild, okay, uh, they come across a dead deer, okay, it's balls to the walls as far as how much can you eat, how fast can you eat it, because you may not eat again, and you don't want somebody else to get it all either. Okay, and so they're they're built there. It's instinctive to them to just gulp, you know what I mean, and then protect what they've got. And so the only thing I could think of is that something did. There was a confrontation over a, a, a chow at one time, and now it's manifested itself, and so it's getting worse. Because if she was okay at the beginning, something triggered that instinct to come out. Okay, and so Alrighty. so what you can try doing is I've never been a fan anywhere anyway of uh, dogs eating in the same room because sometimes as they get older, they get more territorial about the dish. All right. So then I, you know, everybody goes in kennels or uh, at separate rooms. And then when everybody's done eating, then I go pick up, all, you know, bowls and such like that. So the thing is, is that you can give her like, you know, uh, uh, make food not such a big deal whereas uh you know like let's say you put a kibble on the floor like we were talking earlier and tell her to leave it okay where she'll back off all right and so then don't give it to her pick up the kibble put it away you know put draw some lines here and so the thing is is that she to try to teach her to be more respectful about food that it's not all about snarf up everything you can see and make an attitude about it <laughs> and so right. teach her like you know like you can put a putty butter sandwich on the floor okay or peanut butter sandwich in a dish. Ah, leave it. Okay, push her back. Ah, 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 leave it. Okay, then when okay. you can truly, if she sits or lays down, that that's that's perfect. Okay, then take the sandwich or, or whatever you did, and then just put it away. She never gets it for like you know laying down. She has to learn that it's just off limits and the story. You're not going to get this, okay? So, so hopefully she'll start viewing her dish as not something she has to scarf and protect. She's learned to back away when there's food that she wants and not have an attitude with it. And then also, too, like have her on a leash, but never ever have, you know, like some people feed their dogs on one end of the kitchen and the other one is at the other end of the kitchen. Okay, and yep. that's fine. That's fine, you know, if the, if there's no attitude. But you could have her on a leash, and if she shows any kind of attitude, ah, 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 be nice, be nice. Don't pet her. Just say, be nice. Oh, look at you. There you're being nice. That's good. You know what I mean? So you can work on it that way, okay? But it's not a question of putting your hands in the door, because it's against other dogs, right? It's not against humans. Right. Uh, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, and so that's what my my guess is something happened along the line that you maybe even or he didn't even see it that yeah. some so, that triggered this that she had gotten into. I need to protect my dish. So just would kind her of getting would her getting spayed? No, 
No, no? Okay. that just keeps her. Everybody thinks they drop off a dog, whether it's a female or a male, and when they come back, you've got a whole different personality. No, all you're doing is teaching okay. the dogs not to have babies. <laughs> not teaching, I mean, right? So they, have, but male dogs, it does make a difference because you take it out to test them, and that makes the male dogs cocky. With female dogs, it's just no, they just don't have babies anymore. So that yeah. that that have no. So this is a training thing, and also too, it, you know, may, what is the relationship between your son and that dog? Do they have a good like where you know does she walk nicely for him does she do things for him politely oh yes absolutely okay. she's a great dog yeah okay okay because yeah some dogs that they don't have enough obviously to it and more input into the head then the more tired they are and then they are less reactive to things they want to take action to so that's you know i mean everybody wants to, especially with a the lab they want to run them and run them and run them and all you do is build an athlete and right. so that's why yeah. if, if you mentally drain them, then a lot of times they don't have attitudes like that because their bi- head is busy with other things. Yeah. Okay. And then I had a quick question about our dog, too. We trained her with you, went to a couple of your classes, and they were amazing, by the way. Well, thank and you. What, our dog is perfect. We love her dearly. She's well-behaved. She doesn't like to snuggle. She's always nearby. She always is, knows where we're at. We really wanted a snuggler, which is just fine. But is there the only time she really wants our attention that much is when there's another dog around on her lap and, that's, and yeah, she wants. Yeah, that's. But called, is there anything to do to increase our little snuggle factor? Okay, what kind of dog? And who who is this anyway? I mean, the dog's name. Um, my name is Chris, and no. our dog Nova came up. She looks like Nova. A short- little lab and my daughter came up and trained with yep. us too you were so yep. good with her yep yep no no i don't know her yeah because see what, what it is, is is it's a personality of a dog just like with humans i'm not a hugger yeah. okay and yeah. when, when my mom got cancer you know um and you know i i got desensitized <laughs> you know to be in a hug and stuff like that and and mom you know mom says there's nothing wrong with a hug but it just feels awkward you know i, I don't know how to explain right. it but anyway and then see there's some dogs that are like that too because the, the worst thing you could do is go to a dog and say i need to snuggle with you what you got to yeah. try to get her to learn to do is come and be by you you know on her terms hey come here oh very nice you know what i mean and just let her just kind of don't like wrap around and hugs in, in your face in her face allow yeah. her to lay next to you and then like i say desensitize her so that she is more willing to give more of herself to you but if you right. go to her and pick her up and want to put her on your lap and then give hugs and kisses, she's going to try all she can do to get out of there <laughs> yeah. because it wasn't her idea. It was your idea. But there are yeah. some, there's um, many personalities are huge snuggers and some are just kind of like, well, you know, I'll lay next to you, but you know, not, not so big into that face in my face thing. <laughs> yeah, that's her and that's, that's fine. But I think she was a rescue dog, so she probably... No, so it has to do with personality. And so what you can yep. do is teach the dog to kiss. You know, what I do is I, I tap my, uh, I turn my head sideways. I tap mm-hmm. my cheek and I go, kisses, and then I go, kisses. Oh, yeah. And then you can put maybe a little bit of peanut butter just on the tip of your finger and go, kisses. And when they come in, they lick it off. <gasps> good kiss, good kiss. All right. Yeah. So then you're teaching her to come more into your space. Okay. Yeah. And so yep. then hopefully maybe she'll get more relaxed about that. Yeah. 
Because okay, yeah, because when, when my daughter, we, I would not let her hug our dogs because what she did to our dogs, she's going to do to all the other dogs. Okay, uh, and so yeah. I taught all our dogs kisses. So if she wanted the dogs to come into her space, she'd tap and go kisses. You know, obviously other dogs they look at her like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. They didn't know what kisses was. Okay, and so that's what you can do is get her used to coming more into your space. And and don't like hold on to her. You make sure that she has space that if she wants to back off, she can't. All right. So then yep. she'll get more relaxed about being in your space so she doesn't have to worry about you clomping. Okay? Yeah. Perfect. Okay, kiddo. Well, thank you for the call. Take care of you and Nova. Yes, all right. Thank you. You bet. Bye bye. All right. Where is it? What is it? Okay. True or false? Worker bees which do all of the work in the hive, Mm -hmm. make about one-tenth a teaspoon of honey in a lifetime. One-tenth of a teaspoon of honey in a lifetime. True or false? Hey, we're winding her down another week. It flew by as it every week it does. It really (laughs) did. It really does. True or false? Worker bees, which do all of the work in the hive, each make about one-tenth a teaspoon of honey in a lifetime. True or false? False? Nope. True. True. <laughs> One tenth a teaspoon in a bee's life. Can you imagine that? I, you, I mean, you said two million flowers, so now I guess, but it's just, you're, they're constantly working. You'd think wow. it'd be for more. <laughs> yeah, really. Okay, now you ready for this? Per uh, the average beehive, each hive will, have, for, per year, produce 30 pounds of honey. Per hive, per year, 30 pounds, the average hive. Well, quantify that versus like how much an individual bee makes versus like what a hive can produce in a year. Yep. That's insane. Insane. I know. I mean, my God, God knows what he's doing when he made those bees, huh? Yeah. You know, fun fact about honey, it is the like only naturally occurring substance that is completely non-perishable. That's right. It gets... uh what does it do when it, it gets, crystallizes? Yes, but you're yeah, you're you're totally. It does. N- it never goes bad, and it's the only like naturally occurring edible substance that just never goes bad. Isn't that something? Wow, it's it's a miracle for some of these things, you mm-hmm. know. I just like wow, it's just yeah, wow. And I love honey. My favorite is peanut butter and honey on toast. Oh yeah, classic. <laughs> love I, that. I did peanut and butter and honey really add something. Put, put bananas on them. Oh yeah, pa- banana, peanut butter, and honey, and then. And then uh, I never tried honey with pickles. I love pickles, but nah, I don't think that I don't that I can't get. I, it. I, I can't use it in cooking that. all the time. Honey's perfect yep, in cooking. Yeah, I use that maple syrup. Not that mm-hmm. I cook that much, but mm-hmm. okay. What was the last call today? Yeah, and you know, speaking of bees, Cindy wanted to call and talk about natural lawns. Natural lawns. Okay, hi, Cindy. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Yep, can I you can hear, hear me, Katie. I gotcha. Gotcha. You got my ears on. Okay. Um. I've listened to you for years, and what you're saying about the lawn is just so true and for so many reasons. I live in a townhouse community, and, of course, they spray all the time. Yep. Keep your dogs off the lawn. Well, how are you supposed to do that? Yep. And I had a dog just passed this last summer, and he was the best dog we've ever had, of course, like they all are. Yeah. Willie was a pet. Uh, Three different kinds of mastiff rescue. Oh my! And just a huge, huge loving dog at nine years old, and they discover a huge tum- tumor of cancer around his heart. Yep. And it kept leaking you know, uh, liquids and water into his lungs. It was just a it was a horrible thing to go through. And what made me so mad is 
Nice. And I just was so mad. I'm like, why did I do all of this? You know, when my, you know, nine-year-old dog or eight-year-old, we don't know exactly how old he gets cancer. Anyway, it's probably because of that. Yes. Well, there's still, there's, I can't remember what stats where I read it, but it's, if you use lawn chemicals, and obviously it depends on which chemicals you're using, but there's a 70% chance your dog will get some form of lymphoma. A 70% chance. Now, if your dog gets lymphoma, just think what you could get and your grandkids and nieces and nephews, you know, and so, but mind you, they're walking in that chemical and absorbing it through their feet and then they're licking it and they're living in it, you know, so, yep, it's crazy. And that's why it's so important. We've got to look at this, you know, uh, we got to do it for ourselves, the dogs, uh, you know, the bees, we got to, we have to start using, stop using these chemicals because it's driving me just over the edge because we don't, my my husband wants when are we going to? Because yeah. I even see it. We were in Florida, you know, and the red tide, and that's caused so much again by the lawn chemicals. And people are living in this, but they they don't seem to associate it. No, there doesn't seem to ever be any change. We've known this for a long time. Yep. You know, but we have to have our lawns look perfect. And I can just see me standing up to this association in my townhouse community and you know say we need to go all natural and have them look at me like i have three heads you betcha but see that's why you know what i mean power works get the petition going through the you know where he is get people to help you and then sign a petition that we want and then like i say just don't say we want to do this give them the avenues that they how it, they can make it happen by maybe this feed mill yeah. can do it for them lunch organic lawns you know by lunch but and the thing is if you keep poking them Eventually, you're going to get somebody on the board that says, you know what, let's look into this. And believe it or not, doing things natural really, really does make a difference. I mean, uh, become cheaper than using the chemical. It's Mm -hmm. advantageous for the the association to look into something like that. And so somebody's just got to keep stirring the pot and not just present it once. You know, keep presenting it. Keep presenting And pretty soon they're going to, fine, let's look into it. (laughs) Right. No, I know it. It's it's crazy, and there's so many associations now, and it's just oh nuts. My gosh. And quick question: Are you still doing puppy classes? Do you have one coming up? Yep, I do. Yep, I've got one. In fact, I can't remember. Not next, not this week, but the next week, I think it is. Look at my website. Let, letter K, full? letter T, letter K, number nine dot com. Nope, not full yet. Oh, awesome. what puppy Perfect. did you get? Right. What did you get? Uh, I got a rescue. Her name is Martha, and she Martha. looks like she has a lot of shepherd and lab. Oh, nice, nice. Oh, I love the name Martha. I'm a human namer <laughs> of all my animals. I got to name them human names. So our cat's our cat's name is Bob Ross. So I get a lot of laughs with that. Bob. That's a good name. <laughs> that's good. That's that is that's funny. That is really funny. Well, I appreciate the call. So all, right, so all we can do is one people. When you do, you know. Change comes by one person at a time, you know, and then and creating the the ripple, you know, and so the ripple yeah. gets bigger, bigger, and it spans out more and more. You know, it, it's got to change has got to come from people that believe enough to make it happen. Every little bit counts. I mean, like, even if you can't get your housing association to, like, change rules, you could say, like, hey, I got this many people who say, like, I want a community garden. We'll maintain it. All you have to do is pay to dig up the crap you already put there. There you go. There you go. And then plus two, you're not just you present the facts about you find out like let's say you know whatever chemical company is using doing that lawn find out what chemicals they're using and then you look up in this day and age on the computer 
you're not like, don't give it to me. <laughs> I will be somewhere else. But anyway, and you look up and see those chemicals, and are they billing it true? Like, yeah. okay, what's in 24 hours? Once it dries, you can walk on it. And there's no adverse effects for your pets or for you. That's what we've got to do is start calling these companies and knowing if you do use a company, to get, tell them to give you a list of the chemicals that they use, okay? And then how much of each, what is their, you know, the ratios, ratio? Yeah. yeah, and so do your own homework. The environment, the bees, <laughs> your pets, and you need to come together and create this drop the pebble in the water and then start the effect rippling so everybody is more mindful and not just being drones and just putting up with what's going on around. Yeah. I'm a big proponent of moss lawns. If you like that clean cut, bright grass look, then do a moss lawn. Oh, I've got moss on mine. (laughs) It's it's great. Oh, it is. And And it it retains water. Yep. And it shimmies. You know what I mean? Not shimmies, but, you know, glistens or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, shimmers. Shimmers. There you go. Okay. But anyway, and so that's what I mean is that they're just... You know, and to be honest with you, Creeping Charlie is not bad. It really isn't. It stays and green. for my yard. I hate it. Oh, it stays green. But I have flowers, so I want it to yeah. stay away from my flowers. Yeah, no, I get We have that. a ton of Arctic moss, though. That flowers in Minnesota, and okay. it retains water. It has a beautiful spread, beautiful deep color. Arctic it, moss, it, huh? Yeah, Arctic moss. And it flowers, so you'll get these little pink, yellow, or white flowers that cover the whole thing, and it'll last about a month. Oh, wow. It's beautiful. Uh, Love it in cool. my yard. How did you find that? It was planted when we moved in, actually. Oh, okay. um, and I, we had had some varieties in, at our cabin in northern Minnesota, and I'd seen it in person in the Arctic, uh-huh. but I had never seen it when it was like flowering as much as it did in my yard when I like literally moved in. And so then I added a little bit more to help with the spread of my creeping Charlie, and it's been doing awesome. See, that's the thing. There is things out there that we can do other than chemicals. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, to because there's times where I, I'd give anything to get rid of that in there. And yeah, you'd be quick to take the chemicals. I can kill it really fast, you know, turn it over. But now what did I just do? I'm, you know what I mean? I, 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 yeah, I got that sore out of my face, but cause me as cockaburs, I hate cockaburs, yeah. you know? And so last summer I put the kids, here's a spade. Start digging them out. <laughs> You'll get 50 cents. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so anyway, but the whole thing is, is that, you know, it, it, a change comes slowly, but you know, when, when is it going to, is it going to be too late? Like, geez, I'd thought of this 20 years ago. We should have done something and like what well, she mentioned. I had never heard about that down in Florida about the, they call the red yeah. something that, that, that toxic, that how toxic you're seeing that in front of you. And nobody's really de- look making somebody do something about that. And so I don't get it. Yeah. I, I actually had a friend who was working with like, not like the DNR, but whatever, like does these testings. Mm-hmm. They went up river, um, to like, they were this, Population of fish was being harmed, so they went upriver. It was a housing development, and they had rushed uh, chemical spray because they didn't like the color of like the homeowner's lawns. Oh, color spray. Oh, my goodness gracious. All the way down river too. Oh, Infecting yeah. farms and stuff. It's horrible. Well, see, that's what happens. Those people want this pretty stuff. Well, it comes as a price person, and what kind of, what are you leaving for our kids? we got to be examples for our kids. He can't fix it because we probably wrecked it. But anyway, off the soapbox, <laughs> you guys all have a great week. Ellie, once again, another great week. And if you got any questions, give me a holler at Katie's Canine. i got classes coming up or private classes. Uh, and remember, if you don't train them, don't blame them. Have a great week.